0: Hi, you're listening to Coffee and Books Podcast. I'm your host, Scott. Hope all of you are doing well today. We're going to have a little bit of an intermittent episode. Uh, This particular episode is titled The 20 Reasons Why You Should Read a Physical Newspaper. Uh, Most importantly, I like to say that this is me. Hi, I'm your host, Scott, talking to you about why you should read books um, and why you should drink coffee. I haven't done a coffee uh, you know episode lately that doesn 't mean that it 's not something I think about, so again, if you 're interested in this podcast, thank you again for sharing and listening with friends or telling other people about it or rating it, reviewing it. However you support this podcast, I generally appreciate it. all right so let 's get into it. Why should you read a physical newspaper there's so many reasons, but I was a little bit inspired today, and here 's the story why so i 'm in a little bit of a law, as I mentioned. A reason being is the books that I'm reading right now are not close to being done, but they're also on the horizon of being done, but it will take me a little bit of time. So this episode is to bridge the gap, so to speak. So that way you have new content, but also so I can, you know, keep reading and keep doing what I'm doing. So today, when I was going in on my day off of work, I went in for a job interview. And after the job interview, I stopped at a local grocery store to pick up a you know, some coffee, some things, so I was there, and I decided on a whim that I would buy a spur-of-the-moment newspaper, and in particular, I bought the New York Times, which is the first time that I can say I've honestly bought a New York Times newspaper, and I gotta say, I was really impressed, and there's a lot of reasons why. But it made me thinking, it it got me thinking today about why people should really read a newspaper. And there's, like I said, a lot of reasons. So let's get into some of them today. I have 20 reasons prepared right here. I'm sure there are more, but these are the top 20 ones that I could think of off the top of my head. Okay, so number one, I like to think of it in terms of this way. So you get up in the morning, and after you say hello to your significant other, or maybe they're still asleep and you're going to get ready and get your coffee or your breakfast in, or maybe you're on your way to work and you get and you stop somewhere, you buy a newspaper. It's usually the first thing to greet you in the day. Um, and so, yes, people check your smartphones first typically nowadays, but I just like the idea of something there to for you to get information from right away off the bat. You know, you don't have to have it, but it's nice. It's just there. And it's just something that's, you know, informative, informative but also there in your face every day if you wanted it. So... Like I said, it's it's pretty quick and fast. And uh, I just enjoyed that, you know, it's usually got the latest information from around the globe. Um, Oftentimes, you know, newspapers such as the New York Times are edited and sent out every single day, you know, Monday through Sunday, with the latest information about what's going on in the world. So, very important there. Uh, Number two, this is kind of tied to number one, but it's a ritual. The act of reading something like this repeatedly has been proven to relieve stress. Now that's not to say newspapers relieve stress. They might add stress depending on who you are, but the best way to describe it is if you are a person who does a ritual every day, and that could be anything that you do every day, praying, it could be reading a book like myself, or it could be just doing a number of things, exercise, meditation, to, n- to name a few. These acts of doing something repeatedly create and help establish something important in your life, a routine that will eventually help reduce any stress that you have. And that's very important. Um, So the ritual of reading a newspaper every day is something I encourage you to do. Um, I would do so myself um, if I could afford to buy a newspaper every day. However, uh, we'll get into that part later. All right. So the next thing is that it's very informative. And this is very obvious, but I like to point it out. It's something that you would not get unless you realized it. So for the youngest people out there, maybe who are listening, this is something you may not be familiar with, but it's got a wider range of topics. It's not just the latest and greatest about, in particular, about the United States. It could be about anything that's big and making headlines around the world. And, you know, the world is a big place and has a lot going on. So... I like to point out to people that you gain a lot of information you wouldn't normally gain by just going on the internet and reading something. Um, And so I just thought that that was very important. All right. So number four, why it's important. Probably the best case scenario I like to point out to people is that reading a physical newspaper, you know that the article has at least been vetted by journalists. And yes, I know what you're going to say. Journalists could be slanted. They could have different political opinions. But in this day and age, uh, when people are getting their information from the internet, it's probably more important than ever to actually have a verified news source. That doesn't mean that you can't go online and get a verified news information. I just tend to find that a lot of people are easily fooled into thinking they're on a website that is well a website that is valid and when it's not and rather than risk going to getting my news source from a place that's not correct i'd rather feel comfortable and safe and i know where i'm going and i'm verifying that this is the proper place to get the right information like i said uh, newspapers like the new york times often have an online presence as well something that has really exploded in recent times um, but that doesn't mean that the physical side isn't any less important. Having a physical newspaper or whether you go online, there are many ways to make sure that you are getting your valid information and getting it from a valid source, such as a newspaper, is a really good way of vetting and making sure there aren't any physical or you know mental mistakes someone would write in there. Okay, next. Uh, probably another good point, another reason why you should get it, is it's groundbreaking. Um, I say groundbreaking because they usually talk about subjects called exposes, or it's typically best described as a topic of interest that is an exclusive, only uh, maybe widely available in that one newspaper that was broken into first. A great example I point out is when uh, former President uh, Donald Trump's tax returns were posted by the New York Times, and when they talked about it and analyzed it and what that meant for everyone. Probably a good point you know, of significance there, you know, because this was something that it can be considered an exclusive. Good selling point for them, but more importantly, an exclusive is something you wouldn't be able to go on, you know, CNN and be able to, you know, see that information or watch it. Or, you know, you might hear about it after the fact, but it was exposed in a particular newspaper first. All right. Uh, Number six, they highlight a wide array of topics. As I said, it's informative before, but what you may not realize is it's not just the top headlines. It's often a wide range of topics, and not just the weather, not just the sports, but also talking about things that are not just central to the United States. Um, Since I live in the United States, I tend to focus on things that happen in the United States, but I also like to know about what's happening internationally. And that's why I felt it was very important today because a lot of my articles that I recently read were international news about the uprisings in Tunisia, about what's going on in Saudi Arabia, what's going on in Russia, what's going on in Thailand right now. Those are all important things and topics that are in the air right now that is news. And it's not just the fact that, you know, President Biden was being sworn into office it was the fact that, hey, there's a bunch of information going on. Now, if I were looking at something online or watching on cable TV, everything would be specifically U.S.-centered here. Whereas, like I said, I like, and again, it depends on your newspaper, but I like the New York Times because they have a good job of establishing both domestic and international news. So that was very important to me today. Um, Number seven, it's a great conversation piece. Uh, oftentimes, as I mentioned before on previous podcast episodes, books are great pieces of conversation starters. When you have company over or whether you're at a coffee shop or wherever you're at, you're usually having a good book is a good way to make a bond with someone. Reading a newspaper is the same way. Reading the same newspaper, you generally have the same type of information and therefore you typically can make informed decisions. Um, but, you know, most importantly, you have that thing in common with that person, and that's perhaps a, a great conversation starter. All right, um, number eight, they're rather inexpensive. Now, I know it's not free, but I like to bring out the point that a lot of times when you are clicking on an article in news, there's advertisements, there's other things distracting you from what really should be there, um, buying, you know, a newspaper, a physical newspaper, there's not any distractions in this way, which is a huge bonus for me. You know, not having a bill articles or a paywall or something blocking me from reading that article is probably one of the biggest reasons why I would subscribe to a physical newspaper. Uh, so I like to tell you, like, the price I paid today is $3 for one newspaper, now, $3 is not that expensive. You'd spend more on uh, a couple candy bars or a candy bar and a bottled beverage. It's pretty easy to spend more than $3. So you don't have to, have to like I said, buy it every day. But it generally, when you subscribe to places like this, they save you money. And that's probably the biggest point that I can make is that for less than $3 a day, you can probably get a bunch of newspapers, and therefore be very informed about what's happening in the world. It's just about finding the time to read those newspapers. All right. Um, So, the local and national newspapers, number nine. For me, what's important to me when I gather information is I want to have an opinion piece that's national, but I also want to have an opinion piece that's local. And why would I want this? Well, I like, for instance, the Tennessean which is a local newspaper here in Nashville, Tennessee. Why, you ask? Because it's local. It's people who are from here writing about here. You know, someone in New York is not going to understand Nashville the way a Nashvilleian does, and vice versa. So uh, having access to local papers as well as national papers are very important. Uh, Now, most counties have a newspaper that's local. So not only, for instance, would you get here today, a great example of new york times being available and usa today and wall street journal and all these other magazines you could also have the local for the city which would be the tennessean and also you would have uh, the county so if i was in a county like let's say i'm in williamson county uh, a williamson county herald would be a newspaper for that county and oftentimes those are cheaper than a national newspaper Because they're not as well circulated or read, but they're still rather important because they point out local politics, local history, local things of interest. So that's a good way of learning about an area. So like I said, local and national news, very important. Um, So number 10, I often compare it to podcasts. Look, the New York Times and USA Today and all those other news companies are going to have podcasts as well to supplement their news. Um, And that is a good way for them to make money as well. But I like to say it in the way Best describes it as this, is that a podcast is just like a talk radio show. And a newspaper is basically that conversation written out. Maybe summarized a little bit. All right. Um, So number 11. Newspapers often take a central view of politics. All right, before he goes screaming and saying that I'm wrong, you should know how I really feel about the state of newspapers today. Look, newspapers are sort of a dying breed, but I still believe that a newspaper is less politically slanted than if you were to go on and watch a cable news network right now. If I were to turn on Fox News, CNN, or a local news channel, like at night, you're telling me those are not slanted any more than a New York Times or Wall Street Journal or USA Today, um, I would argue that newspapers, because they're less intrusive into your background, are something that is not as politically slanted. And yes, they can be slanted because of their uh, opinion pieces or because of the authors who are editing it. It doesn't mean that they don't actually try to take a central view of things, and they try to take a step back, and they're the journalists who are reporting on it. So, again, yes, it is, in my opinion, less intrusive and less likely to be a extreme view of politics or slanted view of politics. All right, number 12. This is perhaps best related in the U.S., but not everyone has the freedom of speech. <laughs> Something that we take for granted here in the U.S. is that other countries struggle with this and realize that the only things that might be published in the news are things that are of importance maybe locally to their country, but if, you know, we have a place where we can criticize and talk about a leader if we don't like them, or we can talk about uh, you know, other things. We can criticize our rights in general. Um, that's an important amendment here in the U.S. and elsewhere around the world, but my point is, is that a journalist has the right to talk about why people should read newspapers, but <laughs> I guess, sorry, that came out wrong. A journalist has the right to tell the truth and to talk about it, and that's something that can be hard to do sometimes, especially in a, an environment where freedom of speech is not allowed. All right, so, uh, 13, anyone can access just about anywhere, even online. As I mentioned earlier, the online world can be a tricky place to get news information from. But again, typically today, just to make it an all-inclusive bundle, when you buy a newspaper, you typically get online access as well. So I like to point out the fact that you can easily get a newspaper. It's not exactly hard. (laughs) Uh, Some people would argue that younger people today don't go to places often enough that would get this. But I like to explain it. In my terms of how I think as an adult, as an adult, I have responsibilities. I have to go to work every day, or when I'm not working, I typically go to places of interest, you know, like a coffee shop or a place, this is before the pandemic, a place, you know, I can relax and sit outside and enjoy my day, lounging it away if my, you know, significant other was working, or maybe I just wanted to in general, uh, you know, kill some time. Reading a newspaper is a good way of doing that. So how would you get a newspaper? Well, it's pretty easy. You just go pretty much into any store ever, and they pretty much carry them. Um, Now, you're not going to get it in a lot of places. I'm exaggerating it a little bit, but most places like grocery stores, which are on every corner, gas stations, which are definitely on every corner, as well as uh places of interest that might carry it, such as uh you know a bank, a a place of interest like a local restaurant might carry them, um, a bookstore, the airport, pretty much wherever you're going, you can pretty much buy one if you really wanted to. You know, back in the day when you were maybe in maybe New York or a major city and you were walking to work, you would literally see a new stand where you could buy it any time. So it's pretty common these days to buy and get physical newspapers still if you wanted them. All right. Um, so besides the fact you can access them anywhere, um, they're now delivered directly to your door. A physical newspaper, even though you don't have to physically hunt for them really hard, if I wanted to, I could subscribe right now and every day it comes right to my doorstep, which is as easy as it gets, you know the only thing I would have to do is go outside to get it, which isn't that hard. Okay, uh, number 15, it has other practical uses. Um, so besides the fact that it is a newspaper in itself, um, it, you know, the physical newspaper itself can be used for a wide variety of practical uses. Um, stuffing when you're packaging, um, maybe making paper machine art projects, maybe doing other various things. Uh, you know, it just has a practical use besides the fact you're reading it from itself, which I know is stretching it, but I do like to point that out. Okay, number 16, save for special occasions. Something that I think we'd take for granted today is that many of us like to store and share special memories on Facebook, but back in the day, there wasn't really a good way of doing this, so people would save newspapers of significant events, Um, you know, from presidents being sworn in to Uh, you know, the Apollo moon landing, to all different kinds of events happening in our history. Millions of Americans have saved newspapers from those days and, well, held on to it. Now, there's nothing wrong with doing that, but I'd just like to point out that uh, it can be a lot if you're saving every historical event that happened in 2020. So uh, to summarize this one, Um, If you wanted to save it on a special occasion, you absolutely can, but I'd just like to highlight that's also an option. Um, So, more information, number 17, than a local or cable channel or news program. Local news programs, if you watch them at night, are typically less than 30 minutes long. And have to cram in as much information as possible in that 30 minutes. And about 90% of it, I would say, is about the worst headlines that are going on in your town or city. Which is why I don't like watching a local news channel. Uh, because all it is is the very bad things happening in the world. And that's all you see when reality is, is that there's good things happening in the world too. That's what I want to hear about. Um, I don't just want to hear just the bad. I want to hear the bad and the good. All right. And why do I say it's more informative than the cable channel? You know, you, some of you would say, "Well, you know, if I'm watching CNN and I have it on, if something is breaking news, I can see it right away," which is true. I can. However, um, I like to say that uh, it's summarized by typically the end of the day and put in a newspaper the next day, so you get the most information that's accurate in as little time as possible. Whereas if something is breaking, you typically don't find out very many details as it happens. Although you might get some good pictures of it or whatever is happening, I still think a newspaper is the way to go to get the most accurate information. All right, so, um, as number 18, the pro- puzzles and crosswords to help your brain going strong. So, look, I'm not going to deny that there are aging populations out there that need to read newspapers, Uh, one of the reasons I would say is a good plus for it is that it keeps your brain healthy and active. Um, Millions of people don't read. I know that sounds crazy, but one reason why you should is because it strengthens your brain and it helps you stay intelligent and informed. But most importantly, at this point, it fights, you know, Forgetfulness and Alzheimer's and helps you stay strong. You, no one is forcing you to do it if you don't want to, but it is pretty cool how the New York Times crossword puzzle is very famous and will keep you guessing for a long time. Okay. Uh, number 19: fights loneliness and depression. Uh, I know that sounds crazy, and this is my personal opinion here, but a newspaper, to me, uh, is just a newspaper. Yes. But it's something that is a way to have a conversation about what's happening in the world. And for millions of people right now, at this very moment, they are more cut off and isolated than we've ever been. And so a lot of the way to stay connected and keep busy right now, if you're at home all the time, is a newspaper. Because that newspaper is long and typically has a lot of information in it. And what are you going to do with all that information? Well, you're going to read it. But not only are you going to read it, you're going to dissect it and analyze it in your head, and you're going to think about it. And just today, when I spent time reading the newspaper, I spent hours reading it. And that's my point. You can spend hours reading it and killing time, and it's a good way, if you have it, subscribe to it every day. It's a good way of staying informed, but it's also a good way of killing time and making you smarter. So... Why do I think that fights loneliness and depression because if you're depressed or sad or you're lonely, you know it's something that will keep your brain not thinking about what's going on in, with you and maybe focus on what's going on with the world um and then number twenty, last but not least, I think it makes a great gift. I think that it's a very you know adult you know it's it's a very adult you know thing to get. <laughs> you know, like when I picture adults, when I was a kid, I pictured them always reading newspapers. So I like to say it makes a great gift if you are talking to someone or you know that they like to read. You know, subscribing to something like that would be, you know, pretty awesome. And uh, I got to say, that's a unique one idea that I did not think about before all this. All right, so those are all my reasons why you should definitely read a physical newspaper. Thank you again for listening and uh, talking to me on this podcast. Um, Please remember to share. And also, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at Scott, S-C-O-T-T, Bernstein, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N, 16 at yahoo.com if you have any questions. All right. Thanks for listening.